today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Automation, technology, it's, well, show me a part of life that it has an effective. Uh, and there have been some that are very quick to jump on technology. There's other industries that are a little slower to do such. Uh, banks, perhaps one of them. As banks fortify their security, they're also exploring options uh, with something called open banking. Is it the Uberization of the banking industry? Let's bring in Ian Lee, Sprott School of Business, Carleton University. He's got lots of experience in this department. He's with us now. Ian, thanks for taking the time to join us. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Scott. So have, or or, or let me ask it this way, uh, how are banks in dealing with technology? Are they keeping up? Are they they on par with the rest of uh, industry? I mean, it depends on how you uh, uh, define that. I was in the bank. I was nine years in banking in the 70s and early 80s. I was there when the bank was manual, and I mean by that we recorded the deposits and the withdrawals on with pencil on ledger cards. Mm. And then starting in the late 70s, the banks, all, all five Canadian banks I'm talking, I don't know about the U.S. banks uh, or, or other other banks around the world, but the Canadian banks started to automate. They did the back office first. Back office meant head office and the recording of mortgages and that sort of thing. And then they then they uh, rolled out to the branches, and then they started putting in terminals mm-hmm. in the branches. Yeah. Okay? And so by They've been the around middle, for a while now, haven't they? Yeah. Well, by the middle of the, just let me finish this. By the, by the middle of the 80s, they were, let's call it the first generation. They were very primitive. Uh, yeah. They weren't fancy. ATMs did exist. Uh, but, but, but they'd gone from pencil on ledger cards to terminals uh, attached to a data line to a, a powerful computer somewhere in Toronto. And uh, I'm one of those people that just believe in digital technology is way better than Ian Lee with a pencil yeah. or anyone else because we make mistakes. And, and anyone who tells you computers make mistakes... They only make mistakes if the programmer, you know, garbage in, garbage out. If the, mm-hmm. Okay, so that, otherwise they're pretty well flawless. And that's been my experience throughout my life uh, with computers. But to answer your question, uh, the, the mass uh, digitization and the mass automation of the banking, because banks are all just financial records, right? They're just debits and credits on your RRSP or your savings account or your Canada savings. They're all just debits and credits. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's nothing physical to your money, although many people think money is physical. It really isn't. Uh, the money, your paper bill is just a, a representation of money. You know, now it's real. It's You can cash it and spend it, but it's nonetheless just a representation. I argue your real money is the debits and credits on a, in a computer on a computer drive that says how much money you have in your bank account. That's your real money. And so the banks have done that. And they did that early before. They were an early adopter. I think they digitized before most businesses in Canada, with the possible exception of the airline industry. But if we mean by what you're asking, if we mean by doing really neat stuff, you know, with downloadable apps that allow you to do all kinds of things you haven't even thought about, they are not at the forefront. And and I think that's a good thing. I'm going to argue provocatively that I don't want open banking, not because I'm a Luddite. I've got every technological gadget, Scott. I love gadgets, okay? I really do. In my house as I speak, I've got two late model desktops and a very late model laptop. And I use Microsoft OneDrive. I've backed up my whole world. You know, I, I really, and I've got everything online, all my banking and all my credit cards. Everything is online, okay? But what worries me 
about open banking is banks are not like any other company. You know, they're not a furniture store. And what I mean by that, this is why people said, you know, were very upset, but wrongly so, when we started bailing out, well, not we, but the Americans and the Brits started bailing out banks. And they said, how come they're bailing out banks? Well, that's because banks are different from everybody else. When a bank goes down, it brings down the economy. When a furniture store or shoe store goes down, it doesn't bring down the economy. And the last thing we want to do, in my view, is open up these six banks, five or six banks, that t- together the six of them have assets of $3.5 trillion. That's almost double the totality of Canada's GDP. Now we want to open it up to the outside world, which would include, by the way, hackers from China, hmm. hackers from Russia, hackers from anywhere in the world where the bad guys are. And there's lots of people saying, this is innovative, this is a good thing. And I'm saying, no, 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 this is not a good thing. The last thing we want to do is open up our banks to bad guys. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.